0: This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. If you haven't checked this show out before, this is where we talk with people in and around independent professional wrestling and uh, we're back at it. It's been a couple months. Thank you to Ryan and Nicole, and she did her great Sunday sessions uh, in celebration of Black History Month. It is on if you're listening to us on the podcast feed uh, for Indie Mayhem Show or the Wrestling Mayhem Show Superfeed, and of course over on the Indie Wrestling uh, US website, all of the great interviews of uh, this show and what she did there, uh, including I mean we had Reveron Hunt, one of our favorites on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and uh, the uh, the Ring of Honor now Ring of Honor as of this recording six man champion uh, Shane Taylor was a part of that so please go check out some of our stuff on the feed but today uh, we will be uh talking with our guests in a moment but in the meantime please go check out as i mentioned indywrestling.us, you can check out a lot of people that we've been uh talking with on the show in action over there whether it be on vod dvd uh our great network or uh, uh streaming free and over on uh, their youtube page and twitch channels uh please go check all of that out and of course at wrestlingmayhemshow.com where you can find this and other fine fine professional wrestling podcast with us right now on the line is derek stowers of pro wrestling conquest how you doing derek
1: hey man doing great how are you
0: awesome and and and, and what's your title over there with pro wrestling conquest
1: uh one of the owners
0: (laughs) one of those guys running the show is that it (laughs)
1: Yes, sir. This is part of the team.
0: So, um, of course, I guess in full disclaimer, I've been working with you guys on video for the last uh, several shows uh, uh, for the last, I guess, couple of years. I know it's so spread out. I can't believe it's been like it feels like two or three years, I guess now. Right. I uh-huh. know. Sure. So, um, but we're going to get to know uh, what you guys are doing down there in Charleston, West Virginia, just a mere three and a half hour drive from where we're at here in Pittsburgh. But we like to break the ice a little bit, Derek. Uh, tell us, what is your earliest memory of pro wrestling?
1: Earliest memory of pro wrestling, I believe, mirrors my earliest memory of life. I was in a department store uh, with my mom, and she told me that I could pick out just one toy. And I was indecisive about what I wanted. And she said, hey, uh, why don't you buy this policeman? And I looked at the policeman, and I was going to buy the policeman. And then I saw that there was another figure, a 2 pack the policeman was the big boss man. The two-pack was the rocker. So I bought those, not knowing what they were, until one day I was looking channels and I saw the guys on TV. I said, like, "Hey, those are the those are the figures I just bought." And I tuned in, and I never tuned out. So you, Probably,
0: so you picked up just toys based on look on the shelf toys, and then made that connection later on down the road.
1: Yes, sir. Mom pitched me the big boss man. She didn't know it was wrestling. Mm-hmm. She just said, "Buy the policeman." And instead of buying the policeman, I thought, you know, I should get the two pack, not knowing what those guys were either, <laughs> and just lucky for me, I was looking channels and I saw the guys that I bought, and I tuned in.
0: That's awesome. So, so you went from that, you know, of course, you know, Pro Wrestling Conquest. It's your it's your uh, kind of first endeavor in their professional wrestling business, correct? Yes, sir. So, is, you know, through this, watching wrestling, you say you never went back. Was there always an inkling of maybe doing something and being a part of of, of that presentation in some, some form?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Growing up, I always thought I wanted to be a wrestler. Um, once I got a little bit older, I realized I'm not um, in front of the camera kind of guy or a crowd performing kind of guy. But I'm in... In real life, I'm into sales. That's what I do to feed my family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought, what better way, what better thing to sell, what better thing to market than professional wrestling for me? So I thought it was a great fit.
0: That's great. So, so uh, you know, we talked about a little bit beforehand. So you're kind of uh, a, a fan of independent professional wrestling uh, in the area. Like, how did you discover, uh, go from the stuff on TV to, 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 you know, at what point did you find like that there was like, you know, stuff in your town?
1: Um, Well, even when I was young, you know, I read all the after mags and uh, even got into a little bit of tape trading. So I always knew there was more than just what was on TV. Um, Like I said, once I got a little bit older, um, just wanted to dive in and do our own thing here in Charleston.
0: Mm And and Charleston's a decent market, too. I know um, the week after here in Pittsburgh, we had AEW. It was with you guys down there. Um, I think that was uh, infamously the uh, the Rick and Morty week for AEW. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like within the first month or two. So, I mean, it had to be – I, I guess as you get in that area, that, that's a pretty prime market. Do, do, do you guys still – did you guys usually get like, like WWE shows and stuff like that?
1: We got WWE house shows uh, rarely. Mm-hmm. But in WCW days, we got the Nitros. We even got a sold-out pay-per-view. David Flair's debut was in Charleston. I remember that vividly uh wcw services market but wwe uh sort of ignored it Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. so uh you know you're looking around indie wrestling you 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 felt like you could kind of apply your 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 skills to uh uh, something new here with this and and, and serve your area over there uh uh, so so tell me a little bit about uh those earlier days um there's a You know, I guess not as physical, but much like um, um, people becoming wrestlers and not realizing how hard it is, uh, uh, what were your early pains in uh, kind of discovering how to uh, run a wrestling show?
1: Well, we wanted to be promoters and didn't realize how hard it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a thing that happened. Uh, Our first show is August of 18. And my whole goal was, let's just jump in, announce it. Let's get too far to turn back and we'll figure it out. (laughs) And uh, we didn't have nearly the infrastructure that we needed. We didn't have the knowledge that we needed. Um, Lots of people tell me that our first show was really fun and great, but I wasn't totally satisfied with it. Me and my partner swore that we'd never run again. We didn't even talk for a couple months after the show. Uh, But five or six months went by, and we both started thinking about the things that we could have done better and Mm -hmm. things that we could tweak, and uh, we gave it another go. And we started building after that. the second social second show sort of clipped for us and we've been on a rocket ship ever since.
0: That's great. So so, so tell me a little because you know again I was I was kind of like last minute I think thrown on a show. I, I think it was maybe your fourth show if I'm not mistaken there. Um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, right off the bat, like I I looked at the card and it was like a lot of, um, you know, you have guys from impact wrestling, uh, you know, you, you've had, and people I know from up here in the Pittsburgh area that I've seen and people from down, I think your direction too, because we'd see a lot of people from the South here at RWA, uh, in the area, uh, you know, what, what was kind of like the idea about, um, the kind of talent you wanted to use on this kind of show?
1: Well, of course, we wanted the buzz guys, mm-hmm. um, and we thought a lot of our guys here in-state were buzz worthy. So what better way to showcase that than to blend those with the Impact Wrestling guys, with those Destination indie guys, um, because we think West Virginia has a lot to offer as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, and we're we're looking at if you're on video. That's Ace Austin taking on uh, uh By the way, I got I got to point out I was impressed that Ace Austin wore his master in the majority of the match, uh, yeah. <laughs> so full compliance happening here in some cases. So uh, that, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> um, so so you know, it, it, so you you have that mix. Like, what are um some of the um high points of some of the talent that you've had in there so far?
1: Um, well, we've had several people that have. Uh, You know, of course, they already had names when they were with us, but have went on to further success. We've had Zach Wentz several times, who's debuted in NXT now. Mm. We've had Shotzi Blackheart, who's NXT now. Uh, We've had Colt Cabana, uh, who, of course, is now on AEW. Uh, Ace Austin, who we're super proud of. Our very first show, Ace was on it, and he was on his way to Toronto for his Impact tryout. So that's been really really fun to watch that rise.
0: (laughs) That's awesome and yeah he seems to be like a pretty regular there. I think he's been on uh, most of the shows that i've I've experienced there uh, mm-hmm. too. so so you're you're now um um I think we just had the seventh uh, edition um this past uh November November no. What month is it? It's I'm sorry. It's that was January. It's been a year, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about, of, of course, you know, much like everybody else, they dealt with like kind of that year off with the pandemic. I think we were scheduled to do something in March last year and that it was like the day before everything got shut down before your show. Um. Um. How, how did you guys kind of uh, uh cope with that over the last year? You know, that
1: was a rough time we did. We had a show scheduled uh, for March, that was on a Friday. It was a Black Friday show.
0: Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm
1: sorry. Yeah, a Friday the 13th show.
0: Oh, yeah. And Appropriate, wasn't it? Everything started
1: shutting down on that Thursday. West Virginia had no confirmed cases, but nobody knew what was going on. And literally, my inbox was blowing up simultaneously with people asking to buy tickets. At the same time, people were asking for refunds. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what the right call was. Um, so we just took what we felt was the safest, you know, overkill on safety and taking care of our fans and our performers. we went ahead and, um, pulled that show.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, you know, other tries and, and finally you got, uh, back to it. Um, back for the, uh, I think that was the black Friday show in November, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got back in November. We had a show scheduled in August, um, An outdoor show, uh, but the city got cold feet after Mm -hmm. some complaints, which we understood. Um, We worked really diligently to make that a safe environment, but they were uncomfortable with it. So uh, we we finally got back on track in November for Mm -hmm. the Black Friday show
0: one thing I noticed from these shows and I'm being reminded as I'm uh, playing footage over here of the Jock Sampson uh, uh Mance Warner <laughs> main event from your last match that went uh, uh, damn near everywhere um, it, 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 you, you, you you put on wild shows it seems Yes sir so I mean is that was that is this the was that kind of the goal of the kind of show I remember the first time I was there you had a um a street fight of some sort. And uh, I, I cannot remember who was in it for the life of me. Uh, but I just remember there was a boat and a fake leg.
1: <laughs> like a prosthetic yeah. leg
0: that I think the Beast Man still has in the tr- trunk of his car. Uh, I, I, or he found another one. I don't know where he travels. Uh, so... <laughs> But uh, I like it was some of the wildest stuff that I've been unfortunately very close to sometimes um, in, in professional wrestling. Is is that the kind of it was was that the goal to be like this wild vibe show like that?
1: It wasn't the initial goal. Mm-hmm. Um, the first response we saw to that was Colt Cabana and Jock Samson, and that was the best crowd response to that point mm-hmm. that we had. had. Um, and we try and listen to our fans, and they got loud for that one. So we've tried to give them more of the
0: same. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a pretty wild time uh, uh, over there for the shows. Um, so you're you're going on on your eighth show. You're calling it Crashing the Party. Uh, you know, wh- what are your kind of expectations coming up here as of this recording? It's going to be on uh, March 19th down there in Quantum Sports uh, Center down in Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, uh, wh- what are kind of the highlights of what we have to look forward to?
1: We're stacked top to bottom for this one. Um, like you mentioned, uh, this one should be pretty wild. We're, we're going to have Mance um, Warner, the Southern Psychopath, versus David Lawless, a legit lawyer. So it's a Southern <laughs> Psychopath versus a lawyer. Who knows what that's going to be. Um, Lodi from WCW is coming in for us. Last show he dealt with Ryan Edmonds, and this show we're sort of hoping he deals with Jock Samson. Uh, um we're also going to have main event Duke and Gannon versus Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. We think that that show could main event any weekly TV right now, or that that match could main event any weekly TV right now. We're really excited about that one. So we're we're stacked top to bottom. There's not a throwaway match or a popcorn match. We're, we're bringing it.
0: That's awesome. And I see, and I see that uh, uh, Joe Dombrowski looks like he's doing a, a bit of a rundown of the card that you can see over on your Facebook page as well. Yes, sir. So uh, go check out all the updates over there. So I like to close this a little bit with uh, a a question. I didn't prep you on this one, Uh, (laughs) but I like to ask what's the best and the worst thing about indie wrestling. And of course for you, what's the best and the worst thing about running an indie wrestling promotion?
1: Oh, wow. Um, the best thing is the, it's such a more intimate atmosphere. Um, you're right on top of the action. um, it's such more closed environment. You can actually, um, you know, these guys are right on top of you. It feels like at times. And it's, uh, it's just like versus going and watching a concert in a civic arena versus going and watching live music in a, in a coffee shop or a bar. I mean, it's just, in my opinion, lots of people's opinions. I'm sure it's just a lot better that way.
0: Awesome. What was the worst thing that missed that?
1: Worst thing about indie wrestling, Oh, I'm not sure. Indie wrestling's like pizza. Even if it's bad, it's good. Still wrestling.
0: (laughs) There you go. Um, And I understand there's a little bit of an announcement we're making tonight, right?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead and tell them them what we're doing. We're teaming up.
0: Well, we've been in conversations. Of course, we've been filming this, and I know you've been releasing some of it on your social media uh, as we're uh, promoting the shows, but a very excited Uh, that more people will be able to see some of the crazy action that I know I've talked about over on the Wrestling Mayhem show from time to time about some of these crazy experiences. But uh, uh, the uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest Library will be coming to um, not only indierussling.us, prowrestlinglibrary.com on VOD, um, you know rental, rental and, and 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 direct download, and all all the the uh, ways that uh, uh, Joe Dabrowski and uh, and ourselves here at indywrestling.us provide that. So I'm very excited that that's opened up. You you finally got a distributor, and uh, and and a twofer too. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Well, and it's not because we haven't been uh, approached. I mean. All the names that most people have heard of have have reached out about distributing our product, uh, but we just wanted, you know, you and Joe are both team members of ours. We wouldn't have felt right going with anywhere else, and we're really excited being with you guys, somebody that we can work closely with and trust and, uh, you know, know are behind us 100% as we are behind you guys.
0: Excellent. I appreciate it, and uh, again, really, uh, it, it, it takes it takes something special for me to repeatedly drive four hours for a wrestling show, even to work. And uh, you guys, you guys do a lot to make me want to come back for sure. It's been a, a lot of fun working with you and the whole crew down there in West Virginia.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we're really lucky. We've sold tickets. I believe the count yesterday, at least, was up to five states for this show, just on wow. the pre-sale. Um, so we are pulling from some of these markets. We've got it ton of people coming down from your neck of the woods up in pittsburgh yeah and um, we feel really blessed that those people are willing to make the drive and and that's another testament we feel like if people give us a shot um we're hooking these people we are we're putting on good shows we're working really hard to do so and bring in big talent and we've got a great venue and a great atmosphere um and that's what we're looking to do is just Expand. We want to become one of those destination independent
0: companies. And and I got to say, you know, it's one of those places that has been, uh, uh, you know, you you, you probably obviously benefiting for some of the droughts because of some of the restrictions on states around you. Uh, I know here in Pittsburgh, there's been virtually nothing uh, that's not in a warehouse (laughs) that I'm very uh, uh, familiar with. Um, but uh but uh you know it, it's a responsibly run show you know all the, all the protocols are in place um with with spacing and everything like that uh so so it's you know and if and, you're and comfortable of course if not you have other options now of course with the vod correct
1: yeah um and that's West Virginia COVID restrictions have not been at all lax. It is uh, Mm a lot of extra money and a lot of extra work and a lot of extra attention to make sure that we run these shows safely. Um, You know, but we just love what we're doing and whatever you tell us we need to do, we're going to get it done. And so far we have, we've been really blessed to be able to put on really, really safe and really fun and really big shows.
0: Absolutely. So go check it out however you like to. And if you're not in the driving distance (laughs) of Conquest Wrestling, I know we have some fans that do listen from the West Coast and all around uh, other countries and stuff. Now you guys can experience what's happening down there in Charleston. So really, really glad that that's happening as well. So Derek, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for, uh, you know, it's been awesome to be a a, a production partner with you guys down there. And uh, uh, tell them once again, where can people find all the information around Pro Wrestling Conquest?
1: Check out Progress and Conquest on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Awesome, as well as. IndieWrestling.us and Library.com.
0: There you go. Uh, thank you, everybody. Go check it out. And, I'm not, and and go check out all the indie wrestling, especially we're in that phase where a lot of people are going to be spinning up right now, uh, maybe in your neck of the woods, wherever that may be. Uh, and especially in that time is very important. Again, if you're not feeling comfortable, that's okay. But however, if there's other options to support your your your, the, your favorite indie wrestling as they're uh, spinning up doing shows as Conquest has been doing the last couple months, please, uh, please continue to support Support that because, in most cases now more than ever, that's a, 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 a you know getting back on their feet as companies is is very very important. So looking forward to seeing uh, what comes up after everybody's had a little bit of a breather over the last year and seeing everybody come out in full force. I know, again, Pro Wrestling Conquest has definitely done that um, um, done that process and benefited from it, I think. So, all right, thank you, everybody. Please, until next time, support indie wrestling. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network.